0: Dropbear gaming Dropbear Gaming Dropbear Gaming Dropbear Gaming
1: Hello
2: everybody and welcome to episode eleven of the Dropbear Gaming Podcast. Your host here, Lucas, BQ410, as per usual. And joining me on my virtual left, I've got our newest co-host, is Susie Kate. How are you doing?
1: Good, thanks, Lucas. How are you?
2: I'm good. Not as good as you're sounding this week.
1: <laughs> Thanks,
3: man. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and uh and to her left, which would be my right in the circle of, of the podcast. Um <laughs> I'm all confused what the fuck. <laughs> we have that strange swearing person. My brother Matt Asmarath, how's things, buddy? Hey, I don't swear, I'm like a but I'm a like a non swearer. Yeah, true. That kind yeah. of thing. I'm I'm a <laughs> preacher. <laughs> anyway, I'm great oh good. that's good to hear nice uh, so we've uh in this new format we're uh, we're still kicking ahead with it uh want to get some more feedback from everybody on how we can improve things and how we can make things sound better and uh what everyone wants more of so in the interest of uh, of keeping things rolling along nice and smoothly, uh we'll go straight into uh what we've been playing this week so uh Matt, what have you been doing this week? What have I been doing? I signed up for a 10-day trial of World of Warcraft to uh, to t- to try out Cataclysm, the latest expansion, which has been out for a little while. I, uh, and that's why I, I saw, avoided you, it, like, saw you for two days in a row.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, yeah, downloading patches. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I downloaded, like, 10 gig worth of patching and game files. It was ridiculous. Yeah. Anyway... So, yeah, I, I used to play World of Warcraft, quit 18 months ago, and I've been avoiding Cataclysm like the plague. And then a friend of mine mentioned it to me the other day, and so I watched the trailer for Cataclysm, and then I immediately felt the crack habit <laughs>
3: take the <world>
2: once more. <laughs> so I played that for 10 days, and no doubt I'll probably, once I get back from my holidays, I'll probably uh, pick up Cataclysm and let my life be consumed once more. That's right. feel sorry for uh, Ash. Yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> but whatever, she'll get over it. <laughs> yeah, uh, and I helped my mum move house and found my old Sega Master System and Nintendo 64. No. So I've been playing a little bit of the old 64 games. If anyone out there has any 64 games and wants to get rid of them, email or podcast at com. I will buy them or you can give them to me for free. That'd be nice. <laughs> and we will review them. <laughs> yes I will talk about them on the podcast I promise a way to get a shout out that sounds good so that'd be great thanks anything new on your uh, on your iPad nope fair enough lost its uh, appeal or uh, not quite, not quite.
3: <laughs> just no gaming
2: oh I got the um, World of Warcraft armory app where I can view my character from my iPad Oh, and I was playing cool. a lot of Chinatown Wars GTA Chinatown Wars World of Warcraft made me forget everything else in my life. <laughs> yes, yes, it'll do that. That's all good. That's why I will never pick it up because uh, that just can't be done, unfortunately. You don't have time for finishing Homefront, let alone playing World of Warcraft. <laughs> exactly right. That's just bad news, isn't it?
1: Well, you don't You don't have time for Homefront. That game takes like 20 minutes to play. You are one busy man.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, I know. I actually tried to, um, tried to play a game of memory on my iPad, and uh, I got about halfway through that and ran out of time. <laughs> there's only like, I think the grid's are like four by six cards, so there's it, not even a hell of a lot of cards. Yeah, I kind of ran out of time. It doesn't help that I've got a fucking memory like a sieve. So I couldn't remember. I probably played it for three hours and I went even halfway through. Yeah. You, were, you were playing it for two to three hours before you got halfway through. Oh.
3: Yeah,
2: I even forgot at one stage of playing the game. What the was I doing? What is this thing in front of me? <laughs> that's right. What's with all these fucking cards? That's weird. Wow.
3: Anyway, is he
2: shining? All this thing. It looks like a paper, but yeah.
3: not.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh Jesus. Oh, Weird. So how about yourself? What have you been doing this last week?
1: Uh well I've been fairly busy with work, wrapping up towards my holidays, which I am now officially on, so Yeah.
2: That's, yeah. that's why the glass of wine that tonight. That is why
1: I have a glass of wine. So, fantastic! Yes, I am celebrating. celebrating. Exactly. A bit, a bit busy with work and, I guess, a little bit mentally drained. So, still playing the odd game of Black Ops and swearing incessantly and screaming at my TV at that. I bought a Nintendo DS Lite. So, not a 3DS, nothing special, just an old-school <sighs> DS
3: did you
2: like my suggestion of how to turn it into a three DS? Just yes. hit yourself in the head till you get a headache and then shake so you can't really focus on it.
1: Uh it sounds from what I've read about the three DS that, that pretty much would, would be right. Uh no, my Perfect. my dear friend no. uh Princess Julski uh sold me her D S and she's quite I'm princess. <laughs> yeah, she's a she's a dodgy princess. it doesn't uh, work. Well the princess, <laughs> It would have appeared that one of her cats had chewed through the power supply, <laughs> so Fantastic. I finally get my Nintendo DS. I'm like, yay! And I plug it in, and nothing happens. And I kind of felt a bit silly tweeting, "How do I turn it on?"
3: Because
1: <laughs> um, <laughs> it just wasn't charging. And um, uh, all got it sorted. Got a got a new power supply from EB, and have been playing a bit of Mario Kart on the bus on my way into work this nice. week, which is kind of fun, turning corners and actually, you know, turning corners on the bus. So <laughs> <laughs> I just hope... Do you the, feel like you're trolling the bus? Yeah, I just hope the bus didn't hit a banana peel or... Bus
3: um... <laughs> yeah. driver, watch out!
1: <laughs> or have like There's a flying turtle. turtle. Yeah, a yeah, turtle shell right. comes up and hit, you know, hits on the side.
2: It's <laughs> never good. No. Yeah, hanging out of
3: the window. Damn you, Waro! <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, um, which has been kind of cool because I've never really had much to do with DS and I thought that was kind of fun, except uh, I'm really shocked as to how much a DS game actually does cost. Like $60, mm. really?
2: Yeah, it's fucking ridiculous, isn't it? I mean, there are a lot of very good games for it. Don't agree with some of the prices. No. Crazy shit.
1: No. And, Just wait for um,
2: like a. Game or game traders or e b games pre owned sale because they yeah. do all the time for ds games yeah that's true uh, well i mean i I just went out and bought brain training for my seven year old that was thirty bucks and that's fucking old like that game's been out for years now, so I just don't know i I guess if you picked it up on a sale it probably be seven bucks but, you know because they're not having a sale yeah. at the moment
3: yeah at uh
1: oz game is it is it oz game shop? com dot AU with uh, yeah, that name shot, yeah. yeah, like I was looking on there. Brand new DS games, twenty bucks, free postage. I mean, you'd probably have to wait a week for the game to arrive. I'd rather
3: pretty 20
2: good
1: twenty bucks than sixty for a brand new game.
2: Exactly. Save skipping pre owned ones that have probably been manhandled by children In- and all by We'll <laughs> get uh, into our later
3: discussion. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: But even like a pre owned title at EB is like $36 or $44 for a DS game. Like, I think I paid $62 for Mafia 2 Special Edition pre owned for Xbox. And this is a tiny wow. little cartridge. So That's right. Mm.
2: So there you go. Um, for myself, I've. I picked up Crisis 2 and I had that for a week from uh, from Civic Video. I didn't actually get to finish, which I mentioned last week. And this week, I went and bought it, got an absolute absolute steal, which I thought was pretty good. So, yeah, I've been trying to get some time in to finish that thing, but uh, as I mentioned, I've been pretty busy lately, so I haven't been able to finish that. Apart from that one, I started to have a bit of a look at some of the new online stuff, new Battlefield game, which I'll talk a little bit about later that's about it really I haven't really been playing a hell of a lot this week which is really sad I got very sick last week um, and I'll just briefly tell you I went out to Roma which is again underwater today yeah they had a, uh, a salmonella infestation I suppose in the, the water supply in the main town and I went out there from Brisbane oh. no idea and you know, it's a six and a half hour drive and then you yeah, know I drank two liters of water and came back the next day as a dog so that was a fun week I didn't even get to pick up my controller until very late Friday afternoon it was the first time I actually felt well enough to play again and I played two games of Black Ops and cracked the shits and turned it off so yeah that's pretty cool
1: you're playing with the wrong people Lucas
2: <laughs> yeah, I think yeah so. you need to you need to have Susie swearing at you incessantly <laughs> that's right
1: absolutely Absolutely. Well, I think I,
2: I either either my internet was crapping out or I'd been put into only American servers because I was on like one bar the whole time and I'd come around a corner and shoot a dude like 10 times in the face uh. and then I'd go to check my back and he'd just shoot me and then I'd die and that was it. And it was fucking driving me insane. But that's the game for you. It does that every now and again.
1: Yeah, you got to come and play with me, Lucas, because I'm usually the host when I play, so I get to team kill everyone. <laughs> you can't kick the host. That
2: sounds good. <laughs> that sounds good we'll have to hook that up So,
1: indeed Yeah,
2: uh, and I'm kind of hoping within the next couple of weeks that I'll be back on the PSN as well so hopefully I'll be able to get myself a, um, a Playstation 3 very soon and then I'll be cranking that shit up and playing one game every three weeks so yeah that'll be my life then but anyway so I guess that, that is pretty much it for what we've been playing this week. It's uh, It's been pretty quiet. That's just the way we roll as rock bears.
1: And now for the DBG News.
2: So we've had a bit of a quieter week this week in news. Uh, there hasn't been a hell of a lot going on. So we're going to put on a few items though and hopefully you know, everything here that is covered is exciting for some people. So firstly, um, yeah. <laughs> Matt's enjoying himself. <laughs> firstly, we're going to kick off uh, with a local company here in Brisbane, which is uh, a favourite for many, many around the world, Halfbrick. They've uh, just released a, another DLC pack for Rascals, uh, Reinforcements 2. Now, this one's on um, the Xbox Live currently. It's only 160 Microsoft points, so a steal yet again, same as the first one and it's very similar in, I guess, to what the first one was. So you get an extra four characters uh, each have their own different uh, you know, story behind them and there's one more track as well. A Nice pick up there for 160 points if you've uh, obviously got the, the Rascals game, which you should have because it's good fun. Good for multiplayer I had. I don't have it though. Yeah, yeah, I've I don't have it but I've played it a fair few times and it's pretty good. Yeah, up to four players at a time. So, sticking with Heartbreak, Brick, Fruit Ninja has been nominated for a Webby award. Now, the Webby it's a it's an AOL thing. Webby People's Voice Awards. Pretty much what they do is they put up on their website the best works from websites, interactive advertising, online films, videos, and mobile devices. So, you know, Fruit Ninja's obviously sold 25 million downloads worldwide now. Uh, it's been out for pretty much full 12 months now. I think it's uh, it's got a nomination. And it's one of the only Australian things on the entire list. Yeah, it's um mm-hmm. it's worth it though. I mean Fruit just is a fucking great fun game. You know, some of the but, updates, even on the the iPad H D version, you know, being able to play, you know, side by side, you know, each side of the screen, multiplayer stuff, that was pretty good fun. Yeah, it is. I that's I whip that out every now and then. It's good. Good. Uh, well, uh yeah. That.
3: <laughs> yeah, not that. <laughs> you know,
2: not want to whip that out and slide the end off.
3: Uh, oh, what? <laughs> <laughs>
2: sorry, I was listening to the Blue Show today and it's just got me all feral. Anyway,
3: <laughs> yeah,
2: Fruit Ninja Fruit Ninja's up against a couple of other games in that category, including Angry Birds, which kind of sucks for well. half. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, It doesn't leave a lot left. But, really, uh, you can go vote for Fruit Ninja, I'm pretty sure. So we'll have a link up for that on the... Genets. Yeah, Go and check out the Webby Awards, they're pretty cool. It's just w e w b y a l dot com, and there is an absolute shitload of different uh, categories and everything that you can go in there. You've got to sign up and then you can go in and vote. Currently there's about just under half a million votes that have been put through already. But it, for every, yeah, for everything, not just for Fruit Ninja. If that was the case, you'd probably won by now. So yeah, there is a yeah. lot of categories. So the direct category for Fruit Ninja is mobiles and apps, and under that games and under that handheld devices. Yeah, so. it's a bit bit of a ways down there, but uh, you can get there. Get involved. Easy. Yeah, so that's always good fun. And I think we've got until about the 10th of June, somewhere around there. So you better hurry. That's right. Get on your bike. We've also, the other game that I've been checking out this week is the EA have just put out a new online game, uh, Battlefield Play for Free. Now, I spent a bit of time trying to actually get into the game today, but for some reason the servers were all screwed up and I couldn't actually get into play a game site's so been put up, basically anybody can go in and join up, all you need is an EA account. It takes five minutes to set that up. Um, go and check out um, www.playforfree.com and then from there you've got, I think there's eight games currently that are on there and the Battlefield Play for Free basically launched directly from it and it's obviously, as the name sounds, it's just Battlefield Online. They've taken a lot of stuff from Battlefield 2 the engine and you know, the guns and all that kind of stuff, so big update, I suppose, from the Battlefield Heroes that came out, uh, I think that had been out for about two years now, completely free, so it's good fun, it's just a first-person shooter that you get to run around the and kill people. It says here something about a um, well, microtransaction system. I guess, like, micro-payments, which I guess would be, what, for buying other classes or weapons or something? Well, Yeah, you get get four basic loadouts that you can choose from, and they are set. So you can choose to be, like, the grunt or a medic or an engineer or, you know, I think the other one was a sniper. And, um, yeah, they all have just a set four kind of items, and, you know, they've got a, a first and second gun, and then you know, whatever the other two are, mm-hmm. they're pretty basic loadouts. And, you know, the idea is you can play and get points, and then those points you can put towards purchases, or you can just go and buy things. Yeah, one way or the other, you can, you know, eventually level up, or if you've got, you know, some money, chuck it on there. I haven't actually had a chance to see what the currency is at this point, because, like I said, I couldn't even get into the servers. So, um, once I, I have a bit more understanding of it, I'll, uh, I'll probably drop that knowledge on uh, on another episode. So, but it looks yeah. good. The graphics-wise, it looks like it's a fairly decent online game, and it doesn't really need a massive computer to run it. Looking at the specs on the site, which I'm a little bit dubious because, uh, you know, running something like an online game like that, you'd have to have fairly you know, okay specs, and the specs that are on their site are fairly minimal. Yeah, I don't it, know. know. You don't need you don't need that good. If if it's like but, a yeah, type, it system, looks. But they're running everything, then it's not too bad. So.
3: Yeah, I got
1: the beta <laughs> for it back in uh, November last year. I was one of the lucky ones who got the email saying, "Yeah, you get a code." Yeah, and I loaded it up on the computer, and my seven-year-old PC couldn't run it. So I guess I have to go and replace the hamsters in there.
3: To yeah, show one side. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
2: Seven years of no food. That's it. Yeah. I've heard good things about it. It looks pretty good. Yeah. So if you've got a PC, try that. Yeah. Worth a check out for sure. So in episode 10, I mentioned that Anonymous, the hacktivist group, were talking about attacking Sony because they were against Sony's lawsuit of Geohot for the whole hacking situation. It's turned out to be a bit shitstorm because they brought down the PSN for a couple of days and one breakaway anonymous went around trying to basically personal details about Sony executives which was quite a dick move. <laughs> so they were leaving they were leaving prank calls on the phone on the like message system of the judge in the case of something that <laughs> I read somewhere and like sending boxes of KY jelly to executives and stuff like that. Stupid shit. And it turns out it was all hey, for nothing. Was useful.
3: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well,
2: but no one's arguing that. But, but boxes of it. It's yeah. hard to distribute or get rid of or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> we, need to, we need to up production. We need to up production and use this jelly.
3: <laughs>
2: anyway, it turns out it was all for nothing because Geohot is a pussy and signed a settlement, Sony... Two days before Anonymous even announced that they were attacking Sony, <laughs> and it was kept on the download and wasn't released to the public, the information, which is quite hilarious. It is so. Didn't you come out, like, just as soon as all this shit hit the fan? He came out and said, I will only really sign, you know, I'll only settle this thing if they, you know, offer this, 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 and, this, and you know, put out these crazy demands. And then. I think as soon as they turn the heat up, he's just, you know, pussy down, going, oh, no, sorry, Sony, I didn't mean it. Well, one of his things was that I will not settle until the other OS system is put back into the PS3, right? Yeah. That was his major thing. He was like, I am, uh, you know, I'm fighting for one for the little guys kind of shit. Yeah. And so Sony put the pressure on him, and he got a bunch of donations from people towards his lawyer and his legal <laughs> fees. And then he pussied out and settled. And the funny thing is, the what settlement can do, he's come out and said, uh, it was never my intention to cause any users trouble or to make piracy easier. The causing users trouble thing is, I guess, related to anonymous you know, bringing down the PSN and all the PlayStation websites and maybe the hacking of games such as Mon Warfare, who I'm pretty sure was affected by a lack of security. But um, he says, I'm happy to have the litigation behind me. It's funny because he was so like, I'm not going to give up until I get this, this and this. It looks like the uh, conditions of the settlement are basically Geohot gets nothing Except he doesn't get fucked in the ass by Sony. He doesn't Crap. get any positive out of it. He doesn't get any positive out of it. Are oh, you saying he agrees. Not. Maybe they can give him call the KY. It depends what. <laughs> yeah, didn't into. But um, yeah. he has agreed, or he's got a permanent was a permanent injunction now, saying he can never ever tamper with any Sony product, past, present, or future or face severe repercussions, mm-hmm. whether or not he signs, agrees to alternatives and conditions. And also that he agrees to be, if he does that, he agrees to be charged in California because there's a big thing about the um, jurisdiction yeah, the of where where he is and where Sony is. So he's basically signed a settlement saying, if I ever do it again, Sony can sue me in California and they can kick my ass from here to the moon. Cool. And in return, I'll go quietly into the night with all my donation money from my supporters who I've just fucked. Exactly. Well, see, that's that's the position I would take now. I mean, I'm not dumb enough to give a fucking criminal money, so I was never going to pay for this fucking idiot. But a lot of people did. A lot of people gave him money. And I mean, there was stories bouncing around the internet that Microsoft gave him money as well. I mean, that obviously was never going to happen. I would suggest, but um, you know, he's he's pretty much done a runner with everybody's money. So it seems that way. Yeah, and I I have no idea how much he actually got, and that will probably never ever be published by anyone. But um, hmm. yeah, I mean, he probably would have pocketed at least. A couple of grand or tens of thousands, maybe, if there was that much going on. Yeah. But well, he um, went for a holiday down to South America during the middle of the whole core yeah. as well for spring break. Yeah. So, I know yeah. all it will do. Because <laughs> Anonymous sent them all to Sony execs. <laughs> That's right.
1: <laughs> oh, well, at least Geo Hot uh, so got his 15 minutes.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And I bet you he was shitting his pants the whole fucking time. (laughs) See, he was already famous because he was one of the main guys who jailbreaked the iPhone. Yeah. And then he's like, well, my iPhone fame is dripping away. I better fucking (laughs) jump out on something else. Anyway, so that's happened. And, uh, yeah, now people are talking. I'm reading some forum here and they're saying, let's make a Sony boycott where you'll never purchase another Sony product and you'll throw out... <laughs> this is so funny. <laughs> I say we throw out everything labeled with Sony on it and support maybe Samsung instead. <laughs> I'm sure they would love to join into the gaming world. Now that Sony has basically stated it is illegal to change their product in any shape or form, so if you just bought a fucking Vio computer or a fucking <laughs> $6,000 TV, throw that shit out and go That's buy right. another one. yeah. Oh, well, good, do
1: well, it. All I can say is if they throw it out, I want to know where they're tossing it cuz I'm going to go and get myself.
2: if anyone wants to and... boycott Sony, if That's anyone right. wants to boycott Sony and they've got a PS3 they want to throw out, um email us at podcastforbiggames. <laughs> <throw their>
1: <laughs> That's it. That's (laughs) it.
2: Exactly. Anyway, (laughs) we'll send you a thank you card. Actually, I was in a shopping centre the other day, and I think somebody had put up a sign about this because I saw something that said, um, you know, trade at EB Games a, you know, 80 centimeter 3D TV and we'll give you a 3DS. So it had to be a Sony, though. So, (laughs) Yeah. yeah, they're like, yeah, I just okay, well, it's funny because they want to take my 500 dollar plus iPad <laughs> and swap it straight swap They're for a 3DS. That's <laughs> <Come on, laughs> awesome, isn't it? Come on, bro. Actually, <laughs> I want to make a comment. They'll out even sell you a game after you swap it. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> and we won't give you a discount because that only works on release. Um, <laughs> yeah, hey, hey, don't get greedy now. Yeah. Okay. Okay, well, that'll do us for the news, so we'll roll straight into the quick quickfire news. The first thing on the list is Battlefield 3 Faultline video has been released. Lucas, what do you got to say about this one? 12-minute video has been launched by EA, and it looks fucking phenomenal. The game... Is gameplay? Like, yes, gameplay yeah, It's actual gameplay footage. And I would have to suggest that um, Susie's comment, I think, last week when we talked about this, was... Um, something along the lines of I think it is on a PC, not on a console. I actually am gonna double that up and say that it's on an extremely high end video um machine and it it looks fucking fantastic. Like everything about this game looks amazing.
3: Mm. There's
2: not one thing that I could fault it for. There's the, the you know You could break it down all night and just talk about tiny little sections of it, but just little things that are happening in it, you just look at it and you think, that is absolutely amazing. And if you look at that against a game that's just come out, which is that Flashpoint Red Dragon or whatever it was called, Mm -hmm. absolute chalk and shit. Oh, my God. That game looked like a PS2 game. This game looks like just the next generation, by far the next generation. Tin Man Games, the uh, great Melbourne guys, a few weeks away from releasing Gamebook 6, we will be probably giving away a copy. We had a copy of Gamebook 5. I'm just throwing this out you. there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so keep an eye on the site like some more news about that. Yeah, they're looking Alex, at the... Uh, the sorry, they're looking at the last um, week of April at this stage, so we are literally very, very close to it, so... Oh, sweet. Yeah, we're literally like four days away from the last week. It's getting that close, isn't it? Yeah. So the wizard, <laughs> uh, the wizard from Tan Tanarth I believe it's called, and it's probably Sweet. completely incorrect, but I just made it up. No, I didn't. Okay. So Alice Madness Returns will, which is uh, a sequel to the original Alice, whatever it was called, um, like Alice in Wonderland, but. Dark and broody and whatever, the madness returns will feature the original game as free DLC. Quite no, lovely? you get yeah. two games to the price of one. It is a bit of an older game now. It's been that's been around for a long time, but it's still fun. A lot of people still yeah. talk about it as a as a good dark experience. So yeah. I have heard a lot of people talk about it. So It'd be cool to be able to check it out if you haven't played it before. Um, there's a rumor. Engadget have posted a rumor that some Japanese blogger guy has said that Sony have stopped production on the PSP Go and Sony have not denied it or confirmed it. They're staying quiet, so um, that doesn't surprise me whatsoever with the PSP 2 coming out and the PSP Go kind of being a bit of a fail Mm. bomb. And they've just reduced all the prices in Australia on PSPs as well. I yeah. uh, I saw a, a three thousand, yeah, a three thousand the other day in a in a pack which came with a game and one of those um, like soft cases and you know, screen protector and all that kind of shit, uh, mm-hmm. and it was only 189 bucks. Which is so, a bargain. So yeah. get on board if you haven't. Well, if you want, whatever. <laughs> tour, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, that's great. Yeah. Don't get too on board. Maybe just stick it out for the NGP. Um, finally, in the ClickFind news, Blizzard, creators of Diablo, StarCraft, WarCraft, etc., are uh, giving StarCraft 2 players 30 days free on World of WarCraft to encourage them to, you know... Get involved and waste their life. Get their life consumed by Blizzard. <laughs> so that'll just be good for right. you, mate. That gives you another 30 days of your uh, 10 days. Well, <laughs> because I never got a fucking email offering me 30 days and I think they might have done it mid my 10 day trial so I might have fucking missed it yeah that's fantastic Which, uh, I should just email them and go look I work for Dropware Gaming and uh, I want to review your new game of Warcraft yeah that's right <laughs> never heard of it what is this about yeah a well, press you release? tell me a little bit about it
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: anyway so that'll do for that yeah so quickfire done So fire done, that's right. So now is something that is absolutely blown my mind. Uh, I was very lucky during the week to have the chance to sit down and have a beer digitally with uh, Esso from the Aussie hip-hop group, Bliss and Esso. Now, Esso is a big games player, loves them. They've also had a song in the last fight night game, number four. and. It was great. I actually finally got to sit down and have a bit of a chat with uh, somebody who I'm very much a fan of. So if you don't know Bliss and Esso, go and check out their stuff. They are fucking amazing and all the way. So anyway, it was a great chat. We're going to play it now. I hope you enjoy it and we'll see you back here soon. Today I'm joined by an ARIA award winner, an Aussie hip-hop megastar. They have sold out concerts all around Australia. Their biggest one coming up soon is going to be in Brisbane at the River Stage. 8,000 tickets, I believe, have already sold. So, mate, that is just absolutely massive. But I'm joined here on the phone by Max McKinnon, better known as Macca or Esso, from the group Bliss and Esso. Mate, how you doing?
0: Not too bad, mate. How are you? Fantastic.
2: Welcome to the Drop Bear Gaming Podcast.
0: My... Thank you very much for having me, brother. No problem at all.
2: Our pleasure. Now, from what I understand, I mean, I'm a, a big fan. I listen to all your music pretty much constantly at the moment. You, <laughs> well... <laughs> you and Bliss met kind of at school.
0: Yeah, man. Year seven uh, Year seven, we met. And uh, basically, you know, the school that we were going to was a very kind of rock-based yeah, music school, there weren't too many kids that were into hip hop, and, um, yeah, we kind of found our, our likeness through, you know, our, our knowledge of hip hop that uh, didn't seem like the other kids kind of had, and we'd been, you know, building up and collecting albums ourselves, you know, and so, uh, yeah, once, once I found out that, you know, he wanted to, to try and do it, he actually came to me and he said, oh, you know, I can rap, and I'm like, oh, get out of here, <laughs> and he and he he kicked, he, he did some uh, verse from a and c Music Factory song <laughs> that I had never heard before, oh, yeah. so it, it sounded like an original verse to me, and he was like, oh, my God, you can rap, <laughs> so he kind of tricked me into it, uh, you know, and then a week later, you know, we're over at his house, and, you know, we it was very you know we didn't we didn't know what what's how do you do this you know do you need the to the beat first and then write to it do you write to it then make the beat or yep. you know, where do you make a beat and so it was the very first stages of you know getting our hands on it and uh yeah, I mean it was just basically you know blokes blokes from high school friends that uh, picked up a project and you know didn't put it down
2: and it's just gone bigger and better since then, so that's that's awesome, yeah,
0: it's a snowball
3: mate <laughs>
2: now. I'd like to think, Bliss being from uh, from the states, when you guys kind of got together, how long had he been in Australia for?
0: Oh mate, he's been here for he's been here for a while now. Oh okay. He was uh, he was over in Australia doing primary school for a couple of years. Our first day of high school in year seven. That's where we both met at a um, school in Middle Cove. Oh, there you go. So I mean, he, he's been he's been an Aussie for a while. <laughs>
2: mate. So you didn't get the chance to uh, you know, scare him off with any drop bear stories.
0: No,
2: no, no. <laughs> Fair enough. That, Didn't get a sense. Yeah. <laughs> now, hip hop's taken you guys all around the world, and you know more than once around this uh, this home of ours. On your travelling details, when you're when you're putting in your demands for the uh, for the the travel, uh, apart from probably you know making sure you've only got a bowl full of blue M and M's, do you make sure you've got a console in the bus with you at all
0: times? Oh, mate. For, for years, you know, DJ isn't had his little kind of man-purse bag that carries his PlayStation 3 in. Nice. <laughs> and, I mean, I think we were even doing it before the PlayStation 3 came out. And so we had the... What happens is you can't set up the console in a hotel room full of people because, you know, the corded controllers... Basically people run into them <laughs> and they get uh clothes-lined, and they bring down the whole console and break it. So we've had a whole bunch of mishaps. <laughs> I so <can> um, imagine. <laughs> definitely DJ Ism and is uh, is myself are um are huge gamers, mate. We uh we, we can't get enough. So any time that we're not doing sound check or, you know, supposed to be on stage, you know, a little bit of um shoot 'em up and call of duty or, you know, something like that to go far. Lovely.
2: Lovely. So you mentioned Call of Duty. What what type of games do you guys normally play? And you know, as a group, do you all kind of play the same games, or you know, is there is there a difference between you guys?
0: Well, look, I would say that me and DJ is are, are the gamers of the group. Uh, Bliss is a latecomer to it, but uh, he's definitely given it a go, and I think he loves his uh, his racing games. But but um, DJ Ism and myself, mates, we were, uh, we're we're huge Grand Theft fans,
3: yeah. and.
0: Uh, you know, we definitely love to to get amongst it with uh, Call of Duty, mm-hmm. and we basically yeah we keep it almost racing and shooting because you know just to keep the competition you know yeah live and running.
2: <laughs> Lovely. <laughs> the Field of Dreams song from Flying Colors uh, was featured yeah. on the um, on EA's Fight Night Round Four. So tell us a bit about what you guys had to do to get that game on there. Did they approach you? Did you them? And so on.
0: Basically our. Our record label, our management, uh, Adam Janke, he, um, he had, uh, found out information that, uh, EA Games was actually only near the, near the harbour in Sydney. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, we all went down there and, you know, hooked up a meeting and, and talked to them all and, you know, showed them our music and, you know, they went and took it and, and, and listened to it and, you know, they, they, they picked that song and, yeah, it kind of went from there and, you know, it's a, it's one thing to be able to, you know, get a good game and play it and, and have your band doing well, but uh, to be able to sit and play a game and hear your band's music in the background is a little bit trippy. Oh, yeah, I can imagine.
2: Yeah, and it's a perfect song for that.
0: So it works really well with that uh, with that type of game. Well, there's definitely, yeah, there's a, there's a hardcore element to it. There's a knockout kind of feel to the beat. Yeah, definitely.
2: Last year you guys uh, released the Running On Air album. What yeah. song on that would you like to, to see make it into a game, and what kind of game do you reckon it could be?
0: Um, maybe family affair, yep. where it's kind of like just absolute you know, crazy hillbilly Westie uh, families <laughs> with busted up cars and babies on the roof, and uh, you know just a little bit of kind of grand theft auto, but out in the bloody um, bush in the country land, mate. Beautiful.
2: Uh, that sounds. Where you good just to you know me. you
0: get your gang, you get your gang of kids, and you. You know, light up one of the muzzle toss, and you throw it in the neighbour's yard, and then you jump all into the back of the ute, and you go out there and shoot down some kangaroos. You know what I mean? (laughs)
2: Yeah, sounds a bit like there was an old school game called uh, Redneck Rampage, and um, it was a lot of fun. But uh... I'll have to on on the album. You guys, you know, it's just gone platinum, so congratulations on that, firstly. Cheers, brother. But you've been able to snag a couple of the big names for collaborations on a few tracks. What was it like working with uh, Exhibit and the RZA?
0: Oh, mate, it, uh, it was a dream come true. I mean, I can't tell you how many times, you know, we were in high school and, yeah, sharing the, the one headphone in art class with, you know, Walkman on playing some Wu-Tang. and. yeah. Our, our dreams weren't even as big as that. Like we we weren't even dreaming of, you know. Oh, imagine we did a track with them. Yeah. I, I'd look at I'd look at Bliss and go, shut up and stop lying to me, mate. <laughs> but um, but you know, over over time, mate, we've just you know stuck to our hustle and um, you know, we've we become a, a very kind of strong live act. Uh, we didn't want to be kind of known as a you know a studio group that, you know, can only do their you know songs in the studio and let it you know come out on. On record, we wanted to be able to be, you know, a force that, you know, had both sides locked down. So um, yep. with, with that in, in thought, you know, we, we did a lot of support for international artists coming over here. So we had already had a, a relationship with Exhibit and um, supporting him while he was over here and stuff like that. So basically, yeah, the Exhibit was over here in Australia and, you know, we, we gave him a call and said, look, mate, we're, we're doing our album at the moment. If you want to come and stay a night at the studio... You know, that'd be great, blah, blah, blah. And he said, Yeah, no worries. I'll book my flight for the next day. And so that was really good. We got to, you know, actually hang out with him and kick it and chop it up with the extra disease, And, um, but, uh, but then Riz's one was, it was a kind of long distance thing. You know, he did his stuff in New York and we did ours, um, here in Australia. But, um, we had, it was very kind of lucky. It was like a CD passing through management hands and, you know, somehow got into Riz's hands, and, um, he heard smoke like a fire. He heard the, my, my verse on it was on there. It was still very rough, and it had the, the chorus. And, um, yeah, he immediately was just like, all right, I definitely want to uh, definitely want to work with this. So, yeah, it was just a, a blessing, man. We count our blessings, and it's just kind of... It's a beautiful thing to be able to bridge the gap as well, you know, for us as artists, but also for the fans to be able to see some of their favourite iconic characters of hip-hop from the States They're actually doing something with, you know, their backyard kind of heroes yep. and... Uh, yeah, yeah there's something magical to it, man. Oh,
2: there sure is, and and both the songs. I mean, every song on the album is absolutely fantastic, but uh, you know, the the two with with the Riser and Exhibit really you know, stand out for that. So, now it, it says on the uh, on the posters for the tour, it says that uh, it's featuring both of those plus a few more. Are they actually out here for the tour?
0: No, I'm not going to feed your dream. I'm not going <laughs> to sell you sell your cheap dreams here, mate. Uh, no, but. What we what we do have, mate, is uh, we definitely do have Horror Show from Sydney, um, and we have Big B from Las Vegas, and they're going to be um, the support acts for the night. And uh, you know, they're they're both really really impressive acts. Beautiful. And, uh, both their music is is great. So that sounds good. I'm looking forward to it. Yes, if, the kid, if the kids come down there, mate, you get down there early because um, you know you'll get your money's worth being able to see these acts as well.
2: We'll do for sure. Um, now. On, on the, the back of, uh, you know, collaborations and stuff like that, dead or alive, if you could choose to do any work with any MC, who would you go for?
0: Oh, shit. <laughs> um, wow man, that's, uh, that is a real hard
3: one.
2: <laughs> I'd have to throw out the dead or alive, because you've got, you know, of course, Biggie and Tupac, so, you know, but, uh, yeah, yeah. There's, there's still a lot of amazing ones left here. Slug from Atmosphere, you know. There's... Oh,
0: mate, that was literally in my top two right there. <laughs> uh, I, w- I would love to do a track with uh, with Atmosphere, um, you know, even, um, Andre 3000 from Outcast. Yep. Oh, mate, the list goes on. Welcome, I cre- I've got too many dreams, mate.
2: <laughs> Knowing what it's like in in, uh, in the industry, you guys are most probably already planning way ahead. So far, what has been the highlight on this journey for you? Oh,
0: mate, I mean, it, it's, it, it's, you know, back when we started, it was kind of like, you know, okay, I remember our first show. It was in January 2000 and it was kind of like, you know, weeks and weeks of build-up, talking about it every day. Oh, my God, oh, my God, (laughs) we're going to be on stage on Friday night. This this is it, this is it. Three three Fridays from now, we're going to be on stage. And then, you know, we'd do the show, and then we'd have weeks of not doing anything else, and all we'd have to do is, all we had was reflecting on that show. So we'd talk about the show, and, you know, now it's just kind of like, there's shows here, shows here, film click here, film click here. <laughs> interview over interview over, just touring, touring, touring. Write some music. These are new beats. It's just I can't comprehend the whole thing. It's it's a um it's a mass ball of um of energy, mate. So um Phew, it's just uh, yeah.
2: It's it all blends hard, nowadays uh, by the sounds of it.
0: Uh, yeah, it's hard to look at the whole picture, but uh, there's, there's so much going on, mate, it's um it's unreal. I mean the bottom one is um you know, my mum always said, you know, to 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 be able to do what you love to do and and make that your career, is you know pretty much the dream. And um and so you know I, I pledge allegiance to anyone who, you know, can uh, support themselves off their own um, their own art and their own craft and you know doing what they love. So that's that's basically what keeps us in in line is that we're all we're all very close mates and. Uh, you know, we just uh, we love doing it. Mm. So we'd, we'd stop doing it if it if it wasn't fun. But it's just getting too much fun. Mate. <laughs>
2: and more and more, by the sounds of things. So that's
0: right. Now, uh,
2: you know, with with running on air album coming out, it had me basically. I picked it up day one. It had me from the very first playthrough. Um, you know, the songs just get better every time I listen to them. Basically, and with that in mind, where are you guys going to go from here, and how the fuck are you going to top this album? Because this is just amazing.
0: You know, we um, we just love doing it. You know, and um, I think when we get into the studio, you know, we we just we have a ball, mate. Like I mean, I can't even tell you about the crazy stories of you know what goes on uh, if, while we're not actually writing and recording. You know, we've, we've got the beats. Everyone's got their iPods on. Um, but mate, I'm, I'm in the kitchen loading up water bombs. I'm, I'm filling up the motorbike with petrol and we're doing, you know, taking it off for the night. And so, uh, you know, we always have fun while making our album and it kind of, it's kind of a reflection when the, when the fans, you know, when the listener hears it, hopefully they, they get that feeling of having a good time and, and, and fun. And the amount of, you know, feedback from, you know, people on, you know, saying that this track here, you know, stopped me from, you know, uh, a stage of my life where I was very suicidal, you know, it stopped me and, and made me aware. Or uh, I just had a, you know, a father or, or a mum pass away, and I was in a bad place, and I put eye of the storm on, you know, all day long, and it, you know, it just got me through. And I mean, that kind of stuff is, that's the next level of, you know, satisf- satisfaction for us, where, you know, you can actually change someone's life and and alter it in a, you know, in a positive way. It's a, it's a crazy thing.
3: Yeah.
2: True. Yeah. And it does definitely come through in the music, you know. It's it's a very happy album.
0: Well, that's it, mate. I can't, we, we, and we're only getting happier. So I can't, uh, I can't imagine what the next one's going to be <laughs> like, mate. But I know that uh, I know that M phases and Bliss have been working on some absolute burning bangers in the laboratory Lovely. at the moment. So we've, we've got a little uh, little selection of beats that um is just King Kong stomping around with his. Stick in your mouth. Sorry. <laughs> it's really, it's really. Strangely, I'm kind of looking
2: forward to that. So you mentioned before that there's black ops kind of thing going on the the Call of Duty thing. Yes. Who in the group's got the better kill death ratio?
0: Oh mate, <laughs> mate, you've got to understand that me and DJism have stayed up nights and nights and nights. I nearly got, I nearly got DJs and kicked out of his apartment the night the the night that he got online with the headpiece. Uh, <laughs> now, I shit you not, I was I was scaring half of the world's kids back into their beds and putting away their consoles. <laughs> These kids had nothing on me. They were okay man, we're gonna catch you now. I'm gonna come and eat your babies, kids. I'm coming for you I I just scare the crap out of them mate. And I, I, I played a mental game to mentally Fighting them out of their skills, <laughs> and uh, I've, I've got the skill to be able to back it up, and so uh, that's made me and DJ is very competitive. He he would say he is the better marksman. He reckons that he would shoot me down quicker, but um, you know, I keep proving him wrong, and he keeps proving me wrong. So I don't know whether we're just these two twin commandos. I don't <laughs> I don't know. Mentally, I mean, if there were um. If, if, if in the future they, they fought wars with not soldiers but, you know, robots. I think it was in some movie where they would have kids playing video games, but just like Call of Duty, but it would actually be a robot over in a different country that you're actually using and fighting with. Well, I'm telling you now, mate, you would want me and BJism as uh, part of your <laughs> governmental plans.
2: We'll have to keep that away from uh, Julia because she might catch on to yeah. that idea.
0: Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Mate, I guess that pretty much wraps it up. Look, you know, thank you so much for coming on the show. It's, it's just absolutely amazing to have you on here. Um, oh, mate, my pleasure. Mate, have you got any shout-outs you want to you say to the world?
0: <sighs> oh. Mate, I'm, I'm, I just want to say spread love, all right? There's uh, not enough time in this world for uh, for hate. You know, we need to push on, mate. We need to, uh, you know, you need to pull the wool off your eyes, mate, and enjoy yourself. Okay, and um, you know, <clears throat> there's always going to be the next day, mate. So never let it get too uh, too on top of you, because there's a video game that can take you away and let, let you have an escape. Very true, very true,
2: mate. Uh, that's fantastic. Uh, we'll see you guys in Brisbane.
0: Awesome, man. Awesome. Thank you awesome. very much, Lucas.
2: hope everybody enjoyed that interview uh, as I did. I mean, I absolutely fucking loved it. Speaking to my idol, like I said, was just fantastic. So it was uh, a yeah, lot was of fun. Yeah. So hope you all enjoyed it and go out and check out Bliss Nesto. They are touring around Australia at the moment. Uh, check out their website, blissandesto.com for where they will be. And they're doing a lot of, you know, smaller venues, so in little towns, so yeah, get involved, go and see them, great bunch of blokes. Anyway, um, Susie has had her hands on with Michael Jackson, with the Michael Jackson experience uh, for the Microsoft Xbox 360 Mm Kinect, fuck, that's a mouthful, so Anyway, wanted to have a bit of a chat with you about it. Let us know about some of this crotch grabbing fantasticism.
1: (laughs) 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 All right. Well, uh, okay. So, this is a game that uh, has been out for a little while on the Nintendo Wii, and the reviews of it were not terribly great. Uh, Gameplay was pretty shit, from what I gathered in the reviews. (laughs) So, I. uh, Being. Uh, I guess the reviewer of Kinect games. I it was one of those games that I had to pick up. I didn't really want to, but I did. Um,
3: yes, you did.
1: Mm, uh, yeah. Okay. Um,
3: so. <laughs>
1: all right. So let's. You
2: were, you were really hoping it would thrill you, uh, <sighs> uh, but then you realised that Billie Jean wasn't your lover.
1: I'm not talking to either of you.
3: Um, okay.
2: For she wants she okay. want to be starting something. <laughs> <laughs> and it didn't matter if you were Pokemon Black or White.
1: <laughs> you know that what? Was
2: bad. Yeah, I'm sorry. I just took it down another level.
1: Well, like the song says, why don't you just beat it? Ah! Oh. Oh. Right. <laughs> Again. All right. So. Sorry. Okay. A few. A few basic <laughs> things. <laughs> A few basic things I found with the game that I was like, ha ha, who saw that coming? Was um, uh, with connect and selecting from the menus, uh, your hand is a white glove. What a surprise.
3: <laughs> um,
2: actually, I found out just recently that if you pre ordered it from GameSpot in, uh, or GameSpot, whatever it's called, in the States, you actually got a white glove with sequence on it.
3: Oh wow. That's
2: a re order bonus. <laughs> One size fits all.
3: Hopefully.
2: <laughs> so yeah, anyway, continue, sorry.
1: Okay, so <laughs> now just just so the record uh, is more than clear, I picked up the standard game. So I did not get the uh UBUte microphone or the iHeartMJ T shirt. That's uh, <laughs> That's <laughs> with the collective edition. Uh, although I did consider it and I thought maybe I could sell that t shirt on eBay with a starting bit of a thousand bucks, but never mind. Nice. Never mind.
2: You could have signed it. I know. The ghost of MJ.
1: I know.
2: Let's see if it made a lot of money. That
3: would have been sweet. <laughs>
1: um, okay, so the whole deal between uh, the Michael Jackson experience on Connect. Um, Yes, you get to dance and pose, and the worst thing I found with it was the singing, uh, which is something I'm not comfortable doing, uh, even in the privacy (laughs) of uh, my own home. Uh, Yeah. So I guess it's sort of like a package of singing and dancing and stuff. Um,
3: Who would have thought? Yeah,
1: uh, which also, you know, in some ways was kind of cool because with Connect it's got the inbuilt microphone. So you could just basically belt out a chorus in your lounge room with no microphones, no nothing. And it still gives you a perfect score. Nice. Uh, yeah,
2: it gives you that like you're performing on a stage feeling, which is what you want.
1: Pretty much, pretty much, yeah, yeah. yeah. And singing and performing like a dead guy. Um, <laughs> that's
2: wouldn't be the worst player thing that I've ever been called.
1: So. <laughs> hey, at least it's not miming. Um, but one thing I thought was cool was uh, with that's ex-
2: the Britney Spears experience.
3: Sorry. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs>
1: Okay, so each song, basically the, the stage of that song is uh, kind of in relation to the music video of the song, which I actually thought was pretty cool. Um, the song, uh, as you might remember, Black or White, um, has the dancers that are your entourage from all the different countries as per the music video, um, which, cool. is, which, yeah. is, which was kind of cool. Um so I don't think it would be that much different to the version that came out on the Wii. I imagine it would have the same song list and stuff. But no controller, just yourself. Uh, I like Kinect's no-touching policy, which is kind of ironic for a Michael Jackson game. <coughs>
3: <laughs> oh, did you want <laughs> No. <laughs> uh,
1: did it teach me how to moonwalk? No. So... I wasn't impressed with that. Did it teach me how to grab my crotch? Yes. And several times per song, which I wasn't much of a fan of.
2: There's a joke there and I'm not going anywhere near (laughs) it.
1: No. No. And I guess the worst thing about it was that because you're focusing on the next dance steps and what you need to do next, that I actually did it and didn't realise it until I kind of looked at myself and I went, oh my god! And I just was...
2: She loved it. Because <laughs> you didn't even notice.
1: Matt, I don't need Connect to grab my crutch.
2: Okay? <laughs> it's like it was someone else's hand. <laughs> <laughs> as long as it wasn't MJ's. That's right. Uh, uh, she's too old for that.
1: Yeah. Yep. Okay. Operative Web <laughs> G. So yeah, um,
3: yeah.
1: That's basically my Michael Jackson experience on Connect.
3: Uh, it, you
2: loved it. Oh uh,
1: yeah.
2: <laughs> you mentioned <laughs> uh, you were talking about how the glove, you know, does the uh, the you know, selections at the start screen. Mm-hmm. When the Kinect launched, the biggest thing that was talked about was in. Um, Dance Central, how that had the most intuitive control scheme.
3: Mm
2: -hmm. How is the control scheme in this? Is it clunky or is it kind of – have they taken that feedback and used it?
1: All right. What I've gathered from this is that Ubisoft have used the same engine as Your Shape Fitness evolved. Oh. Same – I'm pretty sure it's built on that engine there because – Selecting the menus are exactly the same. You hold your hand to the words and it comes up with a little drop-down that you move your hand onto and it does its circle thing.
3: Okay.
1: Um, The visual of myself in the game is identical to your shape. So, you know, uh, same developers, exactly the same display that I'm getting in both games, so it's almost like... They've basically put the Michael Jackson game
3: <laughs> reskinned
2: it. Yeah,
1: pretty, pretty much. Yeah,
2: so it's a um, money grabber.
1: You know, there is one thing that I must say would have been very useful in Dance Central that is actually in the Michael Jackson Experience, and that's uh, MJ School. And uh, the choreographers of the dance steps actually have videos in the game of them, and they're talking you through the steps. So. Well, that's- yeah, so they'll they'll talk it through, uh, slow it down, show you how to do it. So, you know, p- you know, step, pause, step, pause, pivot, step, pause type thing. And then they'll Crash go back. And, yeah. But
2: there's still no moonwalk.
1: There's still no moonwalk. Um, and then they'll go That's and play right. the audio track over the top of it all put together. So you can actually watch it over and over again to actually get an idea of actually how to nail those dance steps because you get to master performance in the game. And that is insanely difficult. I thought, yeah, yeah I'll give this a go. Uh, and it's for Smooth Criminal, and I, I think I walked away halfway through the song because I thought I'm not going to get this. Well, this nodding and, you know, toe tapping and things like that. Wow. Oh, yeah.
2: mm. That sounds like a bit of fun.
1: I imagine... <laughs> Don't
2: uh, sound too excited. <laughs> <laughs> that's the MJ experience. How excited can I sound?
1: I think it would be awesome fun after many, many drinks with friends.
3: Yeah, Playing for sure.
1: alone on a Sunday afternoon while your cats are sleeping on the couch. No. I've kind of felt...
2: Unless you're a big fan. No?
1: Well, I'm not really a big fan, so I guess that's kind of why I felt like a dickhead. You
2: either need to be a big massive MJ fan or a total dick.
1: (laughs) Pretty much. Pretty much. No, and I, look, to be fair, it does offer something a bit different with, well, for Kinect games and dancing, which is what I really like. Basically got Dance Central, Zumba, if it would fit into that genre. Um, Zumba? uh, Yeah. There
2: was another dance game.
1: Dance Paradise hasn't come out yet, uh, and then uh, dance, okay. is it Dance Evolution? Yes. Yeah.
2: That's the other one I was thinking of. You know what they need? A dance game on the PSP. A mobile they need dance game. An augmented reality 3D dance game. Yeah. That would be the bomb. Yeah. And it should be like a um, yeah, a Rock Band port. So you just basically have to you know bang your head. That'd be cool. Because that's the dancing, obviously. What
3: about a dancing no, game for play. iPad? Ah.
2: No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll pass that on to half break.
3: Okay.
2: <laughs> Do like a, a, a dance ninja. <laughs> 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 you see how many micro you can chop with a sword.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: you can chop down with a, a prescription. <laughs> Oh, that's nice.
3: <laughs>
2: oh, fuck, I'm going to hell. You have to swipe, have to swipe a secret and white glove across children.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Very <early> and sensually. <laughs> <laughs> For the, the Jesus juice and the cops. That's right.
1: Well, it's like they oh, said, it's kind of ironic that, that uh, with this game, children can now play with Michael Jackson. <laughs>
2: Oh, nice Oh god End review That was Anyway That was easy <laughs> Yes Alright We <laughs> like Yeah Sounds like fun If you're a dickhead
0: <laughs> um, Which is pretty much What I got out of that I'm Tim Wall From the Game Taco Podcast Down in Melbourne You're listening to Drop E Gaming They are awesome They're from Brisbane Everyone in Brisbane Who's interested in games Needs to listen to them Because they're cool
2: All right, so we're wrapping up the show now. Um, we've actually had a, a big week of uh, feedback and whatnot, so we're going to jump into a couple of the uh, the things that we've been doing. Um, the competition from last week's podcast was a follow-on from Matt and I going to Supernova, our good friends that supplied us with the Room Magic Game, the um, N3V Games Studio. Um, They've uh, basically, as we said last week, they've given us a couple of the discs with the free MMO game on them. Uh, It comes with a code on the back and you can get basically about $10 worth of items included free. So that was very nice of them. So what we asked for was um, um, iTunes reviews and Biggie308 is the lucky winner of that one who said on his review that uh, out of all the Australian gaming podcasts I listen to, this has to be the best. Very informative uh, without being biased to any console. So it does go on a little bit more so if you want to have a read, go over there and have a read and then leave one of your own because we're looking at having a uh, another competition this week. So Matt, you want to tell us what this new competition this week will be? Well, I'm thinking that this one will be over the next two weeks, so we give it people a little bit extra time to leave a review. If that's okay with you, that's fine. And uh, what we've got is True Blue Entertainment, the distributors for AFL Live, have sent us some copies of AFL Live for the PS3 and for the Xbox, and we will be giving away a copy of the PS3 version, to a uh, lucky person who leaves us a review that we like. Yeah, or, that's right. Yeah. So okay. get on board and leave us some reviews and you can win a copy of AFL Life for PS3. Or if you want to win an Xbox copy or you want to win a PS3 copy and you don't from leaving an iTunes review, you can always sign up for our tipping competition where the we forums. will be giving away... Mm. Yeah, in the forums. Hopefully, unless I nuke the forums,
3: <laughs>
2: which will make it very difficult.
3: <laughs> yeah,
2: so they'll be up somewhere on the website. <laughs> the details well, for you to join our tipping comp, and you can win uh, the the main prize for the competition will be a uh, something worth a hundred plus dollars, which yeah. is lovely. That's right. And uh, there's random prizes, including copies of AFL Live, among other things. So if you want to get on board for some free shit, sign up. That's right. Now, I do also have, uh, I believe, two other copies of Wounds of Magic. So... I am looking to uh, possibly run a of a um, Twitter competition of some description, so keep an eye out on the Drop Bear Gaming uh, Twitter feed, and you'll probably be able to uh, pick up a copy of Render of Magic on that, so anyway, um, that's the competitions. Now, we put out a request for some questions, and uh, we got a, a few in return, which were pretty good, so what questions did we get about? So Blander has asked uh, when are you guys or at le- sorry Susie, when are you guys <laughs> or at least PS three man Matt going to join the Aussie gaming community media on Mag? Well, Lucas, you said you're getting a PS three soon. Right? Bet, yes. And you played Mag in the past. Yes. So will you be getting back into that? Um, I would Definitely say so. I mean, Mag, I was talking about this last night when I went over to Ross's place. Um, Mag was probably one of the best online things that I played on the PSN. Uh, it runs very well. And the thing that I really didn't like about it was the fact that it took me so long to level up because by the time I picked it up, I'd already you know, been so far behind everybody that you, you know, as with any um, run and gun on uh, on live or PSN, you know, you get so far behind and then people just kill you straight away. So anyway, um, I did end up getting up to level thirty-five, forty, 40 maybe. So if I can pick that straight up again and that, I don't know if that gets saved on the PSN or not, but if I can pick that up. Yeah, it probably does. Yeah, I hopefully. I so yeah, if, um, I, uh, if I do end up grabbing the PS3 very soon, then that'll definitely be a pickup and sir Lander i will be getting involved yeah you will you can join their um clan or whatever i guess which makes it more fun anyway even if you are low level at least and you've got some people to maybe watch you back yep which about us as for me my internet connection sucks balls so (laughs) so <laughs> Maybe one day in the near future I'll have uh, a decent internet connection. At which point I will most definitely be picking up Mag, because I'm keen as fuck to play that game. Because I played it at Lucas's place, and I just love it. Yeah, it's good. So, yeah. So and, that uh, Susan, no. <laughs> Well, <laughs> it um... wasn't directed at you. It wasn't directed <laughs> at you, so... Yeah, yeah. moving on. <laughs> it was a <tired>. size. sorry. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
2: no, you just can go back to Black Ops. Uh, <laughs> next, uh, Timothy Ryan asked, is there anything for Aussies to be worried about with secondhand copies of Mortal Kombat if you need to buy online passes? So, first of all, I'm not even sure if you'll be able to buy secondhand copies. It's not through places like Game Traders and eBay games because I'm pretty sure it will be illegal for them to stock even secondhand copies I guess you might be able to find them on eBay and trading posts and stuff like that But then I'm not sure how the online pass system works like are they separate in America to Australia and all that kind of thing Yeah, see that that was the thing that I was a bit concerned about I mean if they are region locked for any reason then you know I I don't think you'd be able to you know, even approach EA for the ten dollar par and then have it work on your console here. I'm pretty yeah, sure I don't it know. just wouldn't work. So but we we yeah. need more information I think to answer that which That's we don't right. have. Possibly if uh, if somebody outside of Australia is listening to this and they want to send us their copy of uh, Mortal Kombat, we'll try it out. Without Um, writing on the parcel and it's Mortal Kombat because we don't want to get a fine from customs. That's right. Thanks. I did actually just (laughs) email us at podcast at com. (laughs) (laughs) P84 asks, do you guys and girl, Susie, Mm -hmm. like to look back and play old games? Do you like to look back and play old games? Not reboots, HD reboots of games, but actual old games, which I'm assuming means like previous generations of consoles so i'll answer first like i said i just found my nintendo 64 and sega master system which i'm fucking falling in love with again which is funny because the graphics are fucking terrible but there's this i don't know there's a charm with those games that like even sega games which are 8-bit you know it's just the qual the game the quality yeah. They can't rely on graphics, so they've relied on gameplay, and it's good. It is. So there you go. Plus, you know, StarCraft, World of Warcraft's a pretty old game. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is. Just to throw that in, so yeah, <laughs> that's me. Susie, yourself?
1: I still have a Super Nintendo in working order, which is fantastic. Nice. Yeah. Mm. I've got Super Mario World, Pitfall, F-Zero, Terminator 2, and Judge Dread, which I have no idea where to go in. (laughs) Uh, It still works, which is fantastic. And you've still got to blow on the cartridges. Oh, and I got Justice League. That's it. I knew that was another one that I had. Yeah. So, um uh, still working order. I guess the trouble with these uh H D T now is uh just how it's just so pixelated on the screen. Yeah,
2: exactly. <laughs> yeah. Which makes it yeah. a real pain. But yeah. uh for myself, I mean I I've I don't have those real old consoles, I suppose. Um, moved around a lot before I actually settled down and decided to have kids. So the oldest ones that I've got I just got rid of my uh, old Xbox, not too long ago, and I've still got PS2 though, and a hell of a lot of games for that, which I do sit down with my son and play every now and again. Uh, cause that's pretty much his console. Yeah, he's only six, so we play FIFA and stuff together on those old school ones. But it's good fun. I mean, but to be honest, I I don't often play the older games. Um, I did buy just before. The um, God of War 3 came out. I bought the, the rebooted HD upgrades of 1 and 2 in that uh, pack that they had. And to be honest, it was some of the most fun I'd had in a long, long time because, you know, going back to those games and playing them, still got them on the, the PS2, playing them on the PS2, graphics-wise, there was only a small tweak anyway. All right? You can see the difference, but anyway... I kind of enjoyed playing this again, so that was fun. A reboot. I'm going to shout out Bliss and Esso, and Esso especially. Um, I fucking great time talking to him, so that was good fun. Um, other shout outs? It's, uh, it's, I'll shout out um, to Smelly Pirate from The Brown Show. Um sarcastic gamer. Brad, sarcastic yep. And uh I'll also send a shout out to uh Sebastian from um, True Blue, Champion. Thank you very much for the uh, AFL review copies and uh, and prize copies. So that that was lovely of you. Um uh, and lastly I'll give a shout out to Gary Ablett Junior. Now playing for the Gold Coast Suns, I've been giving him a fair bit of shit over Twitter lately, so I'll give him a big shout-out, and hopefully he listens to this. So, thanks, <laughs> guys. <laughs> if anybody knows him, yeah, tell him I'm sorry, but I'll still keep doing it until <laughs> I get a reply. Shouldn't have left Geelong. Yeah, well, maybe. <laughs> Sorry, they're still doing better than the sun Anyway, before we turn this into a footy podcast Susie, do you have any shout-outs?
1: I do uh, I'd like to give a shout-out to Queen of Junk Food uh, Kirby Vintage Heavy Trig uh, Shout-out to Claire Jeep Chick uh, One of my riders over at Game and Train uh, Plus I'd also like to give a shout-out to the guys at Thumbpad and Level 3
3: Nice and Sorry. the wall.
1: And the wall. The wall.
2: Even though he said he didn't want one.
1: Yeah, he didn't want one. He's um way too modest like that. So, wall, <laughs> you have a shout out. That's right. <laughs>
3: <laughs> take it, <laughs>
2: take it, pal. And um, so I'll just give a shout out to ICARMA and Genjami. They, I told you who wants a shout. They said me, me, me. And also Ryan Keeble from Anomalous. Interactive, which we've mentioned in last week's episode and also on one, on your Appdance article, Lucas. Yes. He's, um, he's been contacting me, so that's cool. New, they're a new Melbourne developing studio, so give him love. That's they're right. Enormous. That's right. It'd be nice to have a chat with them. So there you go. I think that pretty much uh, wraps up the show. So We're done hope everybody enjoyed themselves this week, and we will love to see you back next week. Make sure you get over to iTunes, leave us a review, and follow us all on Twitter. Uh, I am- And send your Nintendo 64 games to me. <laughs> 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 Podcast <laughs> at com. That's right. Email uh, us. We love I am- you. I am at BQ410 on Twitter. Get on board, come and say hello. I am, I am at Asmrith1 on Twitter.
1: And I am Susie Kate on Twitter, but I follow these guys, so it's probably just easier you'd look for me in the list rather than me spelling my name for you. Oh.
2: <laughs> you, could just follow, you could just follow at DrawBearGaming. Uh, yes,
1: that, so. that too.
2: There you go. Thank you, everyone, for yeah. listening. Have a good one. Good night. Good night. Bye.